and Destiny's Mom's Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Offensive at Punchline Comedy San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See you there, sexy. What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips, and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstraußlaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great, because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business, it's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com Doing it. I know we all thought that they couldn't, but here's the thing, right? I just want people, all I care about now is people sticking to their beliefs. If you believe something, go fuck it all the way, right? Don't half ass it. That's why I think if they want to try to prevent Muslims, they want less Muslims in the country, fine. Have the Muslim ban, but you have to allow Muslim women to get abortions. Like, that's just, no one's talking about the Muslims. <laughs> Friday night, it's eight o'clock. It's my favorite show of the month. It's the Hell Hat Show. What could that possibly mean? It means we have this furry hat. There's a dead animal up here. It's been dead for a long time, so don't feel guilty about that. Uh, someone else is already in hell for killing this cute little animal. Uh, so don't worry. But inside of it are things that people have written down. And we're gonna pull them out and make some comedy magic. I'm gonna show you guys how this works. This is the Hell Hat here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, some of them are double-sided, too. I, I took old poetry stuff, and uh, so you can read either side, like, we are not fucking for us, then. We're fucking for you. Wow. I've always wanted to hear that. Like... <laughs> the, only thing, the only thing I can equate that to is um, when I first moved to San Francisco, I didn't have a lot of friends, and I didn't know what to do with my life, and I lived with a family, so I couldn't, like, be there when they came home because then I'd be still working because I was a nanny, blah, blah, blah. So I went up to the 500 Club and um, I played this game with myself where I wasn't going to speak to anybody unless they interacted with me first, right? So I get there and the bouncer talks to me so I can talk to him. That's nice. And then the bartender talks to me so I can talk to her and that's nice. And so then I sit underneath the TV where there's a Warriors game up above and I pretend that all the crowds are cheering for me. <laughs> That's basically what I did. But that's what, we are not fucking for us then, we're fucking for you. That's, that's the cheer that I'd want people to scream while I was pretending, okay. I don't even know whose poems these were. Postmodern, we could wander off into the thickets of fuckland, yay. Uh, and then, here we go. Holler at your boy, mom. <laughs> That's what it says. I don't know how that, I can't actually, I'm trying to like rack my brain for like what that could equate to in some way and I'm like, holler at your boy, mom. 
Oh, I got nothing. <laughs> I was better off. I was better off with the poetry on the backside. Then who will fuck you? Now <laughs> that's exactly that's what I felt like hanging out underneath the Warriors game with everyone cheering for me. Yay! Yay! Just pulling magic out of the hat. That's what happens. I like the poetry side. Everyone in the room is a representative of the world at large. Thanks, poetry. Uh, well, is that possible here? Do we actually have a good cross section of we have, we have, we have some coffee colored situation going on here. We've got some. I uh, got my best Facebook response this week that's ever happened because I actually asked people, "Is it racist to buy my African American bridal shower friend uh, a brown dildo? What color dildo do I buy her and not be racist?" Because like, if I buy a bright pink dildo, am I fucking with feminism? Like, I mean, it's like, oh. I, I didn't know. I just, I didn't want to be inappropriate, you know, when you're like trying to buy the right gift for a bridal shower and you know that like she's going to need a dildo. Like, you know, because she's getting married. I, I'm divorced. So that's, that's just a window into my life. Ha 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 ha. I actually didn't get to own a dildo until I moved to San Francisco and had divorced my husband. Uh, he was the first guy I ever had sex with, and he was um, an African-American gentleman. So every time we'd go out, he, my ex-husband, yes, yeah, and every time we'd go out, people would be like, man, he's got a huge dick, yeah? And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's got a huge dick. But it came from a really Protestant Christian upbringing where I didn't watch any porn. So I'd really never had anything to compare. I had very little perspective of what I'm saying. And he wouldn't ever let me have a dildo. And I used to say, like, we'd be able to like, wouldn't it be exciting if I like I dressed up as my cheerleader costume and you wore your Damien Tomlinson shirt and then like I came home and you like tackled me in the hallway and then we had like sex and he was like that's dumb that's stupid and I'm like you are so boring uh, but I didn't know like I didn't realize that the reason that he wouldn't let me have dildos until I moved to San Francisco uh, and I became the whore of Sodom and Gomorrah and I I had sex with my first white guy and I was like holy fuck your dick is huge and he was like um, you know, seven inches is really pretty uh, standard. It's kind of the standard equipment. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, perspective. <laughs> Keep your bitches closeted and don't give them access to the internet. Or <laughs> flipping this over, how many cats is too many cats? There are never enough cats. <laughs> never I saw a thing today when I was walking around and it was from the SPCA and it was like, do you see cats? And they were like cats, like shadow cats, like on this like drawn thing. And I was like, I see all the cats. And at the bottom it's like, tell us because we'll come trap them and kill them or whatever. Or like find them homes or take away their... Anyways, I was like, I see cats all the time. I love cats. I didn't see it as a problem. I like to I I like to bow to my alien overlords, the cats, just like the Chinese people with one paw. Constant bowing to the cats all the time. No one else loves cats as much as me. Okay, that's cool. Now I uh, I made my cat the other day. I take turkey necks and then I boil them in water. And over time, over time, and my whole house smells like turkey. It smells like Thanksgiving, which is kind of gross, but kind of cool, but kind of gross. And then I boil it down and I make it into cat jelly. We take it to the limit. It's cat jello. It's like consomme for my cat. And I give it to him and he loves me. The aliens have trained me well. <laughs> Image he needs to continue sexing in doubt. The problem lies with you. 
No, the problem lies with poetry. This is bullshit. Who writes this crap? What is this? This is like a fan. This was from a class I took like four years ago where I'd have to sit more than that, like six years ago. I graduated about 20, 12, 14, 10, something like that. Uh, there was, I was stoned the whole time. That's why I understood poetry because I finally started smoking pot in class before, in the stairwell in front of class. Okay. I was, I was teaching classes too. That's the only way you can understand uh, like a, like a bad poem is to get really high and then worst burrito. This is a dumb question. There are no bad burritos. Whoever wrote this is an asshole. There is never, even the worst burrito is still a fucking burrito. Come on. Even Chipotle is a burrito. Come on. Doesn't, they've got a weird sauce. The problem lies with you, not with Chipotle. Let's see where we are. All right. Looks like I'm going to maybe pull two more. This is how it works in Hell Hat. Oh, shit. Look, there's a big poem on this other side. Fuck that. How you'd kill yourself by reading this poem. That's exactly what I would do. And it works out. In the bath this morning, I saw gauzy showered shower curtains slanting into the water. While I was slanting into my wrist to fucking kill myself, my nipple rising to the surface laddered, laddered the image similarly. The cone of breath from my nostril sheared as the blades of a mixture uh, boom batter in wrinkling circles. Also, I saw my own death. This is just, this is, this is a poem about death and it works perfectly on the other side. How you'd kill yourself. Uh, honestly, uh, if I had to kill myself, I would probably uh, do it at like, I really enjoyed that black mirror where the guy got up and he was like, I'm going to kill myself. And then he got famous. I'd kind of want to do it that way where I'd be like, I'm going to, if you guys don't clap enough, I'm going to take this cord and I'm going to wrap it around my neck and I'm going to kill. No, I don't, I don't know if that would work. You'd have to, you'd have to, I'd have to get into someone else's fully fledged comedy show with tons of people and then try to kill myself in front of the people. Be like, no, make me not do it. It'd be like one of those Peter Pan moments. If you believe in me, clap your hands. Give me back my wings. I can't fly without you, audience. Um, how you'd kill yourself. I don't think I would because I've taken DMT and the aliens tried to take me away to the other planet and I was like, fuck you guys, I ain't going with you. And they're like, no, get get into the ship. We're going to take you. We know things. We were going to, we're taking you. And I'm like, no, I don't want to leave. And that was what I came out of. I was like, oh my God, I don't want to kill myself. <laughs> if I didn't want to go with the aliens, I clearly don't want to kill myself. Okay, one more. Because, I mean, I guess the aliens, they, they know how to party, right? Is that how it works? I don't know. This one needs to be saved for someone else. I'm sorry. I'm putting that one back because it, it's too close to home. Uh, how good is that weed food? Let me tell you, I cooked myself a pot pasta today at 1.30. One of these, I made these pot pa pappardelle with uh, truffle uh, salt in them and I made my own and as I'm making my own pasta I'm like I am a genius and I almost woke Jonathan up because he was sleeping and I was like I wanted to wake him up and be like see what a genius I am I'm like working with this like five foot thing of pasta and balancing it between going through the rollers and I'm like I am the smartest person alive because there's weed in it <laughs> you see it's pasta with weed in it and then you cook it and it's so strong all day today I was like will the color stop being so bright when will when will other people's sentences start making sense okay good luck on those uh good luck on those treats today everybody hey uh, i've been pam benjamin that's me doing the hell hat yay that's my 10 minutes of hell hat so uh 
if you know how this show goes, we sing a little song before we start, and then we get started. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy, clubhouse. comedy, clubhouse. together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 high. Oh, I got that crazy set cough. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yeah. Yay! I'm so excited for the hell ad. Because no one knows what's going to happen. Especially with your first comedian of the night. I was going to, because you have to leave somewhere. So we were going to do that. Uh, hey, your first comedian of the night. She's amazing. I'm really excited. We have the triptych of ladies tonight on the show. We've got the money-making girls for the ACLU. They've raised more money this year for the ACLU than like anybody. They've been selling out shows, being completely amazing. Look them up. See them all over town. It's them together, and they're all on the show, but they're all separate and amazing in their own individual ways. Like your first comedian of the night. Uh, she's also our webmaster here at Mutiny Radio. Clap your hands wildly for Brooke Heineken. <laughs> one of the only people that leaves having performed at Mutiny feeling better about myself. <laughs> um, all right, let's get this shit. I was hoping to be drunker at this point. Uh, damn. All right. Um, sit down like you're going to drop some knowledge. Oh, dear. All right. I got some shit to say. Pam. And then tell you stuff that you know. Um, so, I don't know if you guys know this, but Trump is president. Uh, also, San Francisco has a housing problem. And you're never gonna believe this, but I think Pam is high. <laughs> gonna go out on a bang with that one. How much longer do I have to sit? Uh, I'm like, this is some fireside chat bullshit. I like it. Got my drink. Um, Lesser known famous inspirational quotes. Make sure you don't drop the tab inside the can. George Washington. What'd you say? Carver. <laughs> Equally inspirational. <laughs> I see that you're on your telephone. Oh, Don't text and drive. <laughs> Madonna. <laughs> uh, what else can I draw from? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pass on that. Uh, um. Your wacky fundraising idea to keep mutiny afloat. <laughs> All right, Pam, you gotta pitch yourself to get absorbed by the ACLU. <laughs> and then we'll do all your fundraising for you. Um, other ideas to keep mutiny afloat. Uh, well, you could sell the weed for what it's actually worth instead of giving it away to everyone. Uh, uh, especially that dude. <laughs> I was clearly had a lot of it. <laughs> Uh, you should charge people to use the bathroom now that the door works again, Joseph. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure there's some people who would pay a couple hundred bucks in rent a month here to live here. Does anyone live in the station? It's a, you, but that's not a no. <laughs> no one lives in the station. 
no, no one lives here. <laughs> but we're all going to die here. Is what, what the vibe I get from this place. <laughs> all righty. There's a lot of these in here, guys. <laughs> it's fucking novel. Whole Foods Market uses GMOs to control your mind. George Washington. <laughs> Carver. Uh, yeah, I'm going to let that conspiracy 9-11 bullshit go to the ground. <laughs> okay, but how do we feel about GMOs in this bitch? Sometimes I get a little conflicted being in San Francisco because people are so hardline, but then when I disagree, makes me real unpopular like right now. Uh, if I could be anyone, I would be... Hmm. I would be a fly on the wall in the Oval Office to laugh. That wasn't very good. If I could be anyone, I would be... I need some help. Does anyone have any good ideas? You look super chill. I'd be you. What's your name? Ben. Ben. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. At this point, I'd be anyone but me. <laughs> I was having a conversation about this with somebody last night whose name I still can't remember, saying that all white dudes in comedy look the same. Like, that's how I feel racist in comedy is because all of the white, bearded, mid-twenties guys look the exact fucking same. Wearing plaid shirts and you just have a real... I think I was telling Clay Newman that because I was like, the only reason I remember you is because of your hair. I don't think he appreciated that very much. I'm sorry, Ben. Will you forgive me? Okay. I want to be you still, because I can hold a grudge. All right. Belly and breasts. Nope. Uh, why do you hate your brother? All right. Andrew, are you listening right now? I got some shit to spill. I understand that you're only 10. Uh, but I keep teaching you how to make websites, and you keep forgetting, so... Uh, <laughs> Also, you really ruined our whole six-pack of Heineken's thing. Uh, and you're a boy. You're the only boy of the seven of us. I find that to be inconvenient because I used to be able to feign ignorance about men, and now I can't. Also, he wears Crocs. <laughs> so fuck that 10-year-old child who I love. I love you, Andrew! Oh, God. Okay. Um, which religion is the dumbest? <laughs> All right, let's do a poll of how many are in the room. Are there any religions represented in the room right now? And let's be honest, you guys, pie is made up, it does not count. Uh, uh, we, I, we've got some Christians. Uh, kind of. That's, that's like the most religious you'll get. I'm going to go with, with Scientology, because I saw that documentary and it freaked me out. I thought Get Out was scary. Go see that Scientology documentary. <laughs> I was talking about, it's like you're, everyone's a black man in that movie because you just can't leave. Nope, too far. All right. Damn, I wanted to run for office someday. <laughs> Are cell phones the enemy? No, who is the conspiracy theorist that wrote all this bullshit? Cell phones help us. You can call 911 with them, as I do frequently. Uh... No, cell phones are not the enemy. The, the enemy is the cell phone carriers that sell all your data and the ISPs. That is a healthy paranoia. Um, oh, 
you know what does what I, I'm calling bullshit on about cell phones? What really is the enemy? Or any of those fucking jewel-based games. Uh, or farming-based games. It's so goddamn dumb. We go back to Snake or maybe Brick Breaker. Uh, snake. Snake is so fun. But you're never going to win. The thing about those bejeweled games is that you, my sister's on level, I swear to God, it's like 3,035 or something like that. It's in the thousands for sure. Uh, and all I w- want to know is like, all you're doing is taking away like your wasted time. Uh, so yeah, cell phones, not the enemy. I'm calling bullshit on that too. Um, this is, can we get some non-conspiracy? <laughs> Reasons you'd ghost Jeff Dean. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to throw that one back in. <laughs> I'm going to say some shit, and then I'm going to throw it back in. Reasons I'd ghost Jeff Dean. Well, it's, I can't say I'd ever ghost Jeff Dean because I wouldn't go on a date with him in the first place. <laughs> Making the ghosting an impossibility. Uh, but I don't know. I can. There's a lot. I mean... How mean am I allowed to be? Uh, I'll, I'll reserve. Uh, Jeff Dean. I'd ghost Jeff Dean because the sex would probably be bad. I thought that'd be funnier than it was. But apparently it's too plausible and everyone's not laughing. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff Dean. All right. Uh, mac and cheese. That's, that's, that's great. I don't know who put that in there. I like you guys put this in. But uh, I'm a big fan of mac. And cheese. Uh, easy mac. Also, mac and cheese is just like pasta that somebody decided wasn't good enough. It's the same thing as like pasta with cheese sauce on it. I don't know why we got to be all judgmental about the mac. Uh, with weed or without? I feel like I was destined to pull this one because I'm probably the only person in this bitch that's going to be like, without. Uh, but I have a job that doesn't let me smoke, so... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn around. How do you feel about throwing them back in? Either way. Either way. Smoking like a weed. Uh, I'm a without and I like the rules. Yeah, oh God, am I that unfunny? Uh, <laughs> no, no. no, I do want another drink. Thank you for giving me the time to drink. Excuse me. Some good. Thanks. That's my, my dad turned me on to the scotch. Uh, it's a really good one. Um, I mean, it's not a, it's a great truck. No, I have a, several bottles of this. Don't worry. Uh, and I take it with me wherever I go. Cause I like to have a little bit of my dad with me everywhere I go. Uh, that also came out creepier than intended. God, no one in my family's safe on this shit. If I won the lottery, I wouldn't tell my family. Uh, if I won the lottery, I just, I'm boring, man. I would like pay down debt and get my parents like a responsible sustainable home in the middle of the country uh i'm trying to think of like the one thing i'd go all out on i don't know i'd like i'd buy a bookstore and then i'd give away all the books oh that was pandering that was some pandering right there and then i'd buy a bar and everyone gets free shots cheer again (laughs) all right uh no i'm i'm I, i would i'd do some Social good. I'm too much of a guilt-driven person. Your beauty secret. Oh, boy. Let's talk about some corn syrup. <laughs> I don't have a beauty secret. Nobody wants to look like this. Uh, I don't know. Um, I shower every day. Like I, that's, a, that's a pretty solid one. A sidebar. 
Not everybody does. That's true. I'm going to go off mic for this one. Got a bikini wax today. Which means my pants keep sticking to the side of my leg. (laughs) (laughs) So that can be my beauty secret. Also, it was a DIY thing, and I'm not ever going to do that again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. Well, I know. Um, that was a not one of them. Uh, outtakes from the Bible. Um, okay. Does it have to be? Okay. To everything, there is a season. A time to be born. A time to die. Time to tell jokes. Time to bomb. This is one of those times, apparently. Uh, shit. I'm trying to think of, like, the only Bible shit I know to write an outtake. Uh, time to fuck De- Jeff Dean. Time to ghost Jeff Dean. Uh, <laughs> a time to hear James say wow. A time to hear James shut up. <laughs> a time to start the set and a time to end the set. Thank you. Brooke Heineken, everyone. I'm so glad that she talked about her bikini wax off mic because uh, it gives me it gives me an opportunity to talk about what I did last week because I don't have children. Uh, I have so much time in my life and I was bored, so I decided to pluck all the hair off the sides of my girly part. So I basically bikini waxed myself plucking it and it, it still a week later, it's amazing. And then I almost got to, I did want this part of my leg right here, just this one part. And it's been really funny because like some of it's four inches long and then right next to it, it's completely perfect. I plucked them all out individually. My point is that I have way too much time and petting my cat isn't filling it. So I plucked. It didn't, I see. So yeah, the, the wax, see, waxing, it's all too quick. I just literally plucked every hair out individually because I'm an insane, right, I know. That's why I should, it's what older, when you're 42 and you don't have kids and it's like a day you have off and you're like, what do I do with my day? It's like, I think I'm going to get high, hang out with my cat and pluck my bikini line. Is that, is that weird? Usually I just let it go crazy, but it looks so much better now that I wear the cute underwear that Valeska gave me for my boyfriend with the hair not there because usually it looks like a gerbil crawling down my legs it's well it's fluffy is what I'm saying hey your next comedian I wish you'd grow your hair out to be real fluffy because then it would be like like you should see my my bush looks like I have you in a headlock it's 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 great it's like it's except yours is actually trimmed and nice mine is like out of control I, I feel I was born in the 70s so that's why I try to keep the 70s bush alive you know what I'm saying Enough about me. Let's get to the motherfucking hell hat. Your next comedian, he runs a show here every Saturday from 4 to 6. He's hilarious. Clap your hands wildly for James Mora! Pam, if I didn't have a girlfriend, I'd let you do that for sure. That sounds really sexy. Brooke, I kind of liked your whole like sitting down thing that you were... It's real cozy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to pull it off. All right, guys. All right, guys, how are we doing, Mutiny? What's going on? Do some improv. I've never improvised. I've never done improv, so we'll see how it goes. All right. Cool. 
The last thing I Googled. Give us your phone. Do I have to be honest? Uh, <laughs> it was probably some sort of. I think it was actually the Kellyanne Conway microwave camera thing. <laughs> it's not that funny, but I think it was. Like, like the video where she thinks that microwaves are like spying on us. Which is a thing, this is a true thing that is a thing, so. There you guys go. One for one, are we? All right, sweet versus salty. Um, so I, I used to be like a, like a fat kid. Um, used to be like a little, ch- little chubbers. So salty, because if I eat sweet things, I will grow man breasts again. Salty would do that too. I think salty just gives you hypertension. But with the sweet, you get the tits or whatever. So, all right. Wow. Believe it or not, I got Reasons You'd Ghost Jeff Dean, who is a co producer, who is a co producer of mine. Um, hmm, let me think about this one. Reasons I'd Ghost Him. He's very, I mean. This is not this, this. There's no winning here for me, Pam. There's really nothing I can like. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put this one back in because there's actually no winning for me here. So, yeah, probably. Uh, all right. Favorite. Is this someone trying to spell vegetable? Holy shit! Comedians are fucking stupid. That's not how you. There's no I in vegetable. Okay. Okay. I don't know what that is. <laughs> My favorite vegetable is potato, because potatoes are a vegetable, right? Which means f- eating fries counts as eating your veggies, guys. So my favorite vegetable is fries. Am I doing okay? How am I doing, guys? Yeah? We're doing okay, right? Ramp it up, okay. Let's, let's get a little weirder. Wrap it up, wow, okay. I thought sitting down, like, it's like a chill, you know, it's like a chill, I'm, I'm putting on, like, a chill vibe right now, so, whatever. Why was the butler fired? I really don't know what that means at all. Uh, my parents were very poor, so we didn't have butlers. Uh, my dad was uh, a cab driver for a bit, so he kind of, like, was, he was, like, it's, it's almost like he was a butler more than, like, we had a butler. Um, why was the butler fired? I don't know. Uh, what are, what are some good reasons? Maybe because he masturbated publicly at some point. That would be a reason to be fired, right? Um, fell in love with Jeff. Fell in love with Jeff. Yeah, yeah. He saw a young, nubile Jeff D. Like is like his Jeff parents. Jeff's parents. So his Jeff's parents had a butler. He saw Jeff coming out of the shower, and he molested Jeff. That's why he got fired. Sorry, Jeff. That's why he's so aloof. You know, he's like a very distant, like very like sort of spacey person. Some molestation, guys. Um, all right. First time. Ooh, I wrote this one. First time you made or heard a queef. Um, I mean, I can tell you very vividly. I remember it was like one of the. F- it was one of those times that you're having sex for like way too long and she just is has clearly tapped out and whatever the opposite of wet is that's what's good i guess dry is the word 
And and you're too you're obviously too proud to just call it quits, you know. So you're like, we're just gonna I'm just gonna keep going for as long as it takes me, and yeah. So obviously there's friction, there's air intake, Pam, you know. And I don't know why I pointed you. Sorry, that was weird to space to sort of point. But yeah, so you know we got done. I was like, oh okay, that was awkward and shitty. And then there were loud queefs that were had, so. Yeah. That's not supposed to be funny, guys. That was actually just very, very, very honest. Um, all right. Cool. It's, it's not bombing if it's not material that you wrote, you know? It just, I'm just talking. I'm just, we're just having a conversation. Pam, how are you? Thanks for putting this together. This is fun. This is... I'm, 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 you know, jump, I'm, I'm jumping over a hurdle right now. Never, never did improv and we're just bombing in front of 15 people. So whatever. <laughs> Tell a pointless story. Um, okay, cool. Um, so the other day, um, my coworkers, I, I work at like a, a tech company. So everyone's like, like white or Asian basically is what that means. Uh, and we were talking about sushi and I was like, yeah, I'm a sushi fan. And then someone, uh, like, I'm a big fan of sushi. And someone was like, that's surprising. And I was like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean, dude? And then it was because I was black. <laughs> and what was really awkward was, I was like, that's a good point. Like, if I were to talk to a black person and he was like, I love sushi, I'd be like, that is surprising. So, I don't know. <laughs> so, that's the whole story there. All right, guys. <laughs> Again, this is not meant to be funny. Also, the Jeff Dean one won't go back in, so I'm just gonna put that down. <laughs> that one's laid to rest. Um, sorry. If a vamp, if a vampire, who would you feast on? Um, probably Kellyanne Conway, to be totally honest. Like she's so close to she. She looks so close to dead that I feel like I'd be doing her a favor. <laughs> more than anyone else, you know? Just like just like suck the remaining life out of her and just let her move on to the afterlife. Right? Oh, that's Oh, is that is that So she'd become a vampire too? Not if you drain them and kill them all. Oh. Clearly I didn't watch or read Twilight, so wasn't wasn't a Twilight fan. I'm just killing, guys. This is this is incredible. Are you record? This is re being recorded, right? Oh wow! I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna sell this MP3 for n no dollars. Uh, why did the monk get kicked off the bus? Hmm. Because he was masturbating. That's what happened. That's how you get kicked off the bus. That's all of that one, guys. Killed it. What is? What was in your mouth last night? Um, at one point, my girlfriend's nipple, pretty dope, let's go, had sex, um, what else, food, that's, that's something, you know, that's something that's in there, sometimes, uh, what kind, it was Subway, dude, fuck you, Louisa, fuck you, yo, I used to work at Subway, I used to work at Subway in high school. I was a sandwich artist. First of all, hashtag free Fogel. We're paid to say that. 
not that bad of a guy. No, I'm kidding. He is. Uh, I worked at Subway, and you'd think I'd like Subway less. I actually like it more because I know what the fuck I'm doing back there. So I like micromanage. I like micromanage the fuck out of the Subway people, and they're really not feeling it. Like I'm like, can you like, can you like give me like the BMT? But can you like extra? To- can you toast it as if it was a foot long, and then uh, put the mayonnaise like on this side? And like, yeah, they're just. They're not fans of me, Pam, that's what I'm trying to say. That's all I was trying to say. Worst quality about me, I have really big nipples. Again, I used to be, huh? I'm not gonna show you. I have probably bigger, well, actually I've seen, I've seen baby David Roth pictures. I don't know if I was quite at that level of chubbiness. But I was close. Again, these aren't jokes. We're we're having a conversation, guys. We're just talking. If it was a child's teacup set, would be the size of a saucer. It's so when they're like fully, fully, fully soft, they're close to your button. Wow. <laughs> well, at least the at least the color like the the colored in part of it. Like you know, if it's like really warm. And if I'm like not aroused like whatsoever, just like a really like humid atmosphere. This is fun. This is really fun. I, I, I never knew bombing was fun. Roast Brooke, she's terrible. Holy shit. Brooke, you look like someone that Roman Leo dated, which is true because he said that. Uh, what else? Hmm. Brooke, you work at Google. Uh, didn't have a, a, a an end to that one. Um, I, I like I don't I just I don't want to be mean up here, Pam. So I'm just not going to be. I'm just going to stop right now. Kill him with kindness. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, Brooke, your last name is a beer. Got got a laugh, so I'm going to stop it right there. See you guys. I'm out. I crossed a hurdle. Yeah. James Ma, everyone, sandwich artist. First time doing improv. Clap more for him. It's his first time. Yay. Improv is weird. It is. It's fun, too. Uh, Your next comedian. I'm so glad she's back in town. She was, like, in a foreign country or somewhere doing something. It was exciting. Uh, But I still have this piece of orange. It's been almost a year, and she gave me this sweet gift one I was like nobody cares about what I do and then I was here and then this person came up and she delivered two boxes of hot cookies and brownies and it was like from Louise is I still even have the card on my refrigerator and I'm like people aren't assholes so I wear it until it falls off like a Kabbalah thing to be like every time I bitch I'm like nobody cares about mutiny I'm like I know someone who does uh, hey everybody next comedian she's hilarious you're gonna enjoy her so much everyone Louisa Isbell yay I think you leaving that bracelet on and waiting for it to fall off might be the dumbest religion. (laughs) 
No, that's very sweet. Whenever I think about that, I think about that when I remember want to remember that there are good people, and it's like a nice masturbatory circle of good feelings. Um, everyone's sitting in a new, exciting way, so I feel like I'm gonna do this. I feel like to become comfortable, I have to sit in ways that appear very uncomfortable. Like when I ride in a car, I like to like that on the dashboard and at work I tuck my feet under and people are like what's the matter just very nervous um embalmed or mummified um whoever wrote this is pretty misinformed about the mummification process because it involves embalming um but it's internal I used to subscribe to Nick Nickelodeon magazine when I was younger and they did a whole, <laughs> shouts out to Nick Magazine. Uh, they did a whole like spread on mummification. It was weird because it was like, it was very educational, but it was also a tutorial. And it was like, if you, you know, like find an animal that's already dead and fresh, like feel free to try it. And it <laughs> taught you how to take the brain out with hooks through the nose. And it was just very, and you had to get a lot of salt. Um, and just rub it dry and it took seven months I never tried it <laughs> new dating site I thought about this this morning because I was texting um, one of my best friends he lives in New York and he's like seeing this dude who's blonde and I just was asking him oh is it the blondie but my phone corrected blondie to to blender but b-l-i-n-d-r and I was like, oh, damn, I'm going to steal that dating app idea from my phone. It's like blonde only grinder. And then he was like, he was like, I think that's racist. <laughs> but I don't think it is. I think it just means you have to be platinum blonde, which peroxide, just anyone can do it. I think it's very equal opportunity. You'd look cool with bleached hair, James. Like a, like a Kanye thing. Yeah. Let's do it. I tried Scientology once. I didn't. <laughs> Not even once. My family, uh, we moved from Florida to L.A., or my parents moved from Florida to L.A. Not long after I moved out here because they missed me, and my sister started at UCLA, and my brother started at USC. But now my mom, um, that's pretty ironic, she's a psychiatrist who works at a veterans hospital literally 500 feet away from the biggest Scientology center downtown. So every day when she walks into work, I think this is obviously way over dramatic, but I think she kind of feels like that girl walking into the, like a first school to be integrated because <laughs> there's like people <laughs> screaming at her. Sorry, that's not right. But the, the visual, the visual is similar. They're not the same. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, what dessert do you hate? Uh, fruit? Because that's not a dessert. <laughs> Fruit's a snack. I love fruit, but it's not a dessert. Sorry. <laughs> I don't. But if, like, if a restaurant's like fruit and nut plate, $18, like as a dessert, maybe as an appetizer, but that's not a dessert. If I'm going to pay for dessert at a restaurant, it's going to be, I don't know, it's going to have whipped cream. Um, foreigner foreigners am I right <laughs> but there's like quotation marks with an s so it's like you can 
talk about just one foreigner or multiple if you want. <laughs> oh! <laughs> foreigner, am I right? I don't know anything about that band. <laughs> what are they? What are they, Ben? Do, do they have any hits? Oh, what what are their? <laughs> sounds like they really made an impact. <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny. Um, waiting for a girl. Um, so it's funny, James. Where'd he go? He's so fast. Oh, okay. I feel like he was just there. Um, is he stuck? <laughs> the okay. See, I haven't been here. I well, Pam. You know what's funny is I actually have been to Mutiny pretty recently, but just not for any of Pam Tastics, which is shitty. But I've been to James Mike and I to Trish and Dan's Mike a couple times. But the last time I was at James's Mike, which was just the first one. Sorry, I'm a bad friend. Um, I was on stage and everyone was just commenting on how weird it was to be here during the day, and then someone was just like very very stuck in there but I think they were too embarrassed to say anything so they just kind of stayed in there for the remainder of the set and then we had to go check and it was just a weird like etiquette battle of like knocking and um and then they had to break it down yeah I'm glad it's fixed now yeah I didn't say you sucked I said you were in the bathroom Oh, no, what I was going to say, I was going to say, where is James? He's in the bathroom. But what I was going to say is, it was funny because you just kept commenting on how you've never done improv before, so it's okay if you bomb, and this is true. Um, but I do do improv, and my, this is my, he's on my team, this guy Noam. Uh, we're on an improv team together, and I feel like we have one of the most improv team names of all time. It's called, a, we just decided on it through a very exhausting series of Google polls. Uh, it's Wingding Calligraphy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not because you. <laughs> is it though? I don't know. Because it's not. Oh, sorry. What I'm trying to. What I'm. Five. What I'm trying to say is I'm not. You know I do improv now, so you know I'm not funny. Um, five minutes defending Christianity. How much time do I have? Left? <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I my family we they raised it's funny each so I've got three uh, two siblings that were each baptized in like a different Christian church because so my parents like really didn't care they were just like as long as we get it done it's fine <laughs> and but I did grow up in, a, in an Episcopal um, middle and high school or just a middle school and um, I don't know I just every year we did this thing called sleepover with the animals around Christmas where we would just like spend two nights at the church like watching the donkey and the nativity so um so i really liked <laughs> i really liked my church going experience because i got to do that once a year the virtues of prunes um they're delicious fiber and they're delicious great dessert it's a garbage dessert but you know what i will make an exception for dried fruit though <laughs> Just not fresh fruit. This guy knows what I'm talking about. Um, why do foot feti fetishists get such a bad rap? I don't think they do, do they? What's, does anyone have an, uh, Joseph's like, they do. <laughs> um, uh, but what's like, a, I don't know. What's, 
Yeah, we love that guy. He's never done anything wrong. <laughs> yeah. Your last fight with your parents. Um, Really? Right. Well, also, my last fight with my parents was like in like 2009 before I left for college. And the only reason we got in a fight is, and this isn't like to be like, she was on her period. Like I was on my period. And so I was pissed off. And so I yelled at my stepdad, I'm just mad because I'm on my period. And like, but we were actually fighting about something. But otherwise, our fights are just conversations and then we get over it. I have a good relationship with my parents. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Why you want to move to Mexico? Um, I don't need to. I don't know. It's just a fact about myself. My company has an office in Mexico. I'm in Guadalajara like once a month. Um, I want to move to Mexico because tacos are delicious. And that's really it. When people ask me, like, what do you like about working in Mexico? I'm like, tacos are delicious. And they're like, oh, fuck off. And I'm like, no, this is like, that's actually they think I'm being an asshole. That's really why. Tacos are great. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Coffee. That's dumb. I guess there are some questions that just have to be like filler ones. I don't know. Pinching people on St. Patrick's Day without consent. Whoa, that's a thinker. Um, I don't give a shit about St. Patrick's Day, so I never, it, I like active, I think it's, I don't know. It's your choice if you want to go out and like be an asshole. So I, um, my friend Gabe is visiting um, from LA. This is Gabe. And we went to high school uh, and we grew up together. We went to high school in Tampa, Florida together. And Tampa, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, has this festival every February called Gasparilla. And it's fake pirate Mardi Gras. And so Tampa has this whole dumb, like, mythologized history, like, origin story that 200 years ago, a pirate named Jose Gaspar landed on our shores and seized the city. And so in February, one weekend, people get super drunk and go out and show their boobs and it's beads and it's just an excuse to behave very badly and everyone's dressed like a pirate and it's the fucking worst and I hate it and I think it's why I... Then when I came out here the first year, I did St. Patrick's Day and I was like, oh no, this is just like Gasparilla. Also, I was I saw an orange stick on mustache in a Target and it made me wonder if that's like appropriation in a weird way. <laughs> like your culture's not a costume. <laughs> Irish white people. Um, so I don't even remember what that question was. I don't know. It was the St. Patrick's Day consent pinching question. Yeah, don't pinch me. I'm not wearing green because I don't respect your holiday. <laughs> so I don't want to participate in any of your weird hazing. I don't know any other holidays that have hazing. <laughs> that's dumb. Uh, be cool, but your hands are snakes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's funny because um, my my company it's we're a tech company and I like it, but we, as a lot of tech companies do, we at a certain point in their life we spend our money in like questionable ways and. Last year, we had a ho our holiday party was in Guadalajara, Mexico, so they flew everyone to Guadalajara and put us up in like a hotel, and there were 200 of us, and we just like, um, plus significant others, there were 400 of us, and it was just open bar. It was a two-hour open bar before dinner. It was absolutely insane, and I told you guys earlier, I do improv, and so when people get drunk, I'm really big onto instigating this improv game called Five Things, where it's the best, it's the only game worth playing, and so I'll give you an example. Noam... Um, five things you can use to brush your teeth. Brush. The toothpaste. Uh-huh. Snakes. Uh-huh. Magic. Yeah. 
five things and that's how you play there are no wrong answers there are no right answers and so I get everyone to start playing this game and it's insane and I turn to my boss and like my left eye is not opening because I'm so cross-faded and I was just like Adam five reasons you're afraid of me and he just goes your head's full of snakes <laughs> and then he like turned and walked away <laughs> and the next morning we all got brunch and I was like and he was like, it's a fearful respect, like God. Um, so my boss is afraid of me because my head's full of snakes. Last, Last one, better be a good one. Oh no. It just said believe in yourself, which isn't oh. very, not, not actionable. That was Ashton Tate. Um, okay. Telling your parents comedy was the right choice. Should I, should I do it? No, I, was just, I could call them. Um, <laughs> I mean, no. My parents, no. <laughs> so my parents, my mom, my stepdad, and my dad are all doctors. And so, but they're like cool about, they're doctors. So they were like, this is all we've ever known. So like, we can't possibly know <laughs> what you go through. So just do it and just do it. And I'm also the oldest. So I was the experiment. Um, I feel like a lot of oldest kids go through a lot of annoying, like, you know, testing out the rule stuff, but I wasn't a rule-breaky kid, and they were just like, you're really chill, and do whatever you want, as long as you don't get a DUI. Um, and that's it. I feel like it's a really weird note to end things on, but thank you guys so much. That was fun. Louise Asbel hasn't gotten a DUI, yay! That's so funny because I didn't start doing comedy until I got a DUI. See, I had to be hopeless and have nothing else in my life. And then I was like, comedy's what's for me. Everybody, Louisa Isbell, yay! We're all moving to Guadalajara. I can't believe you picked the one about going to Mexico. Your, your next comedian, she's the, she's the third part of that triptych that sells out shows and ACLUs and gets money and super rad and all the people come together and then laugh. And then they help George, George Bush. I almost said George Bush. I'm sorry. They're all the same to me. Like all, all, uh, all Republicans are. Republicans make good bacon. All right. I'm sorry. I'm not advocating murdering people. You know, just babies. Not babies. Uh, I actually thought the other day, it, this is this is an edgy concept, but uh, it makes me sad that I don't get to use my uterus the way that I want. And like, one of my friends has cancer right now, and I would love to have my wonderful boyfriend put some cells in my uterus so it could finally work, and then they could extract them and save her from cancer, because I'm pro-life. Yay! Yeah. So see, I'm going to use my baby maker to make, see it's pro-choice, pro-life. It's, I think it's very funny. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Uh, your next comedian, though, you guys are going to laugh. Uh, I'm, you guys, we're, we're doing actually a thing for Planned Parenthood coming up soon. So that'll be a big... Yeah, we're working with Dames Don't Care. They're a motorcycle collective, and we're going to do this big run. We're going to do all these women-owned businesses, and all the money is going to go to Planned Parenthood, and we're going to end up here with a comedy show. So we'll have all you guys on it, of course. Uh, you guys are going to love her, everybody. It's Marcy Rogo! <laughs> is hanging by hairy balls. I'm like, yeah, I think you know everybody else, Sal. Why should I change things? Don't change, don't change a good thing. Oh, God, these are all on the floor. Okay. 
Um, hey everyone. Is everybody getting through this okay? <laughs> James is like traumatized and he's gonna go home and cry. Um, okay, we've got some poetry. Um, eating food poorly. What was the question? Um, I actually, I wasn't able to be on social media this week. Like, what was the question then that somebody submitted this as an answer? No, it's just, it's whatever anybody wants to put, they can put anything in. Oh, okay. Eating food, eating food poorly. Eating food poorly would probably be, it would probably be like when you go through the trash and take like a half-eaten sandwich. Um, That's a, pretty much what eating poorly is. Um, I do it once in a while. Um, depends what I spent that month. So we look at the poetry. I knew I was a sign to myself. <laughs> I couldn't see myself except in the mirror. <laughs> that is deep. Should we do one of these? Is that what? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Where do you see yourself but in the mirror? That's actually just science. That's like science. Okay. Um, oh, this one I do all the time. This is not something special for tonight. Fake orgasms. Um, no, I'm not going to do that out loud. I can't do that. that I'm record- recorded. If you want to just hear that, just like hang out by my place on any given Saturday. Um... Or just go watch Jeff Dean have sex. Um, let's see. Childhood best friend. Childhood best friend. My childhood best friend is named Jenny. And she and I are nothing alike. Does it, don't, don't you feel like you're nothing like your childhood best friend, but then you have to be best friends? Because, right, you just, exactly, right? It's like a thing. It's like a sibling instead of a friend. Like you have to be their best friend. She hates it when I call other people my best friend. I'm like, we even lived in the same city for a decade. You're my best friend. I don't even know where you're living. <laughs> like, she um, is a super special person. She's living in Israel right now. And she unfortunately got hit by a car at some point. Um because she drinks a lot and doesn't watch when she's crossing. Um, she was that person, you know in high school when you do have like a hot friend, you get invited to like the cool guys parties. Like basically like people invited me to parties because I had a hot friend that didn't go to our high school. Like essentially like that was my worth. Um, and I think I just keep resenting her for that for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> it's not fun to be the ugly friend. Like I'm from LA. I literally am the fattest person of all of my friends. <laughs> Literally, literally, literally. Like I, I, you think I'm joking? Like I would bring the three up, up, like of them here right now, and you'd be like, yeah, yeah. Like that's why I live up here. If I shower here, I'm ahead of the game. You know, I, I can get men. I can get men. I think I, I was so drunk last night. I think I was hitting on Phil Woods. <laughs> and he. And Cedric, that's true. And they were like, uh, I have a girlfriend, why are you talking to me? I'm like, whatever. Um, most inappropriate thing at work. Most inappropriate thing at work. Probably the entitled white males I work with. If I could just get rid of one thing at my workplace. Um, 
you know, I have a friend and she has an like the best team and like least churn, meaning like the least people that quit of like any company I've ever seen. And I asked her what her secret was. She doesn't hire white males. Wow. Nope. I mean, oh, sorry, unless they're gay. Sorry, white straight males. Um, um, and, uh, you know, that's not really a joke. It's just like fun fact for anybody trying to create a successful company. Um, <laughs> So if I were white male and I were you, I would be gay. Um, you know that I am a part of a Mexican. My grandmother is half Mexican and half Filipino, so I am not white, okay? Don't treat me like I'm white. I'm actually Jewish. So, no discriminating. Uh, actually, there was a comedian um, from LA last night at Brooks Amazing Show. If you didn't see it, it was at Milk Bar. Um, and he was like 6'5", but like half black. And he said something about being Jewish. And I was like, holy shit. Like, holy shit, here it is. I've been waiting for this. Half black, half Jewish. Here it is. And so I immediately approached him after the show. And I was like, hi, would you like to be my husband? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, sure, like, what's your name? And I was like, Marcy, I was like, so you're half Jewish? He's like, oh, no, that was just like for my set. And I was like, anything Jewish. I mean, I was just like so bummed. And I was like, well, that means like your penis is way too big to fit inside me. So I guess it's like not good anyway. I'm used to like, you know, small Jews, small dicks. Um, I don't really even know about this. Don't, doesn't anybody just like to play on their own team? Why are you always going for something better? Just, you know, just like deal with your peers, with people on your level, you know? Don't shoot for the stars. My mother always said, and this is true, you can ask her, a hot man does not a good husband make. Never forget it. That's why you guys are going to get married. He's the best boyfriend. Don't make him your husband. He'll be gone. <coughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I'm not married. Um, tell the first joke I ever wrote. God, this would have been with Curtis. If it was with Curtis, it must have had something to do with like eye fucking or dick pics. Um, I think it was my dick pic joke. Has anybody heard my dick pic joke here? I mean, I think you guys probably have. Okay. Do you want to do it? Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Um, Raise your hand if you identify as male. Okay, keep your hand raised. Brooke identifies as male today, good to know. Keep your hand raised. James, you do not identify as male? Okay, I mean, maybe you don't, which is fine. Just like, tell us. Because um, I'm gonna just like work that into my set. Um, okay, keep your hand raised if you have a penis. Okay, keep, we're gonna keep going. Keep your hand raised if you have ever sent a dick pic. Thank you, truth-telling men in this room. Joseph, Joseph's like. <laughs> okay, good. You can lower your hands. Um, I'm going to give you the best piece of advice. Here's a secret. Women are not turned on by pictures of your dick. It is not a turn on. It is not like us sending you a picture of our beautiful, luscious boobs. It is a veiny, ugly, like 
you, that's why the, that's why women porn doesn't even have the penis in it. You can't even see it because it's so ugly. Um, and the, you sending a dick pic is, is essentially like you sending me a copy of your credit report. Okay. I'm interested. Okay. I'm interested. I'm interested, and I'm I'm going to look at it. And then. I'm going to get together with my friends and we're going to compare the credit reports that they got. <laughs> and then I'm going to be able to make a judgment on it. <laughs> and then I'm going to put it in my secret vault for future blackmail. You know I do that. Um, but I'm not going to be turned on by it, and neither is anyone. So that is my public service announcement for today. Okay, let's see this. Um, my first real joke that I like, had a punch and a setup and like all that wasn't like me being like, I don't like to fuck white dudes. Like that was like, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's probably more like, or like, what was another Curtis joke? Like, like, I took him to work in the ass or like something like that, you know, stupid shit like that. I, I actually love Curtis. I miss him. Um, community college mascots. I did not have the privilege of attending community college. I only went to regular college, so I don't really know what the mascots are. Um, what would be a community? Um, it was in Philly, so our mascot was like Ben Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, we did not excel at sports. And we had to have like all these walls around our campus because nobody was like buff enough to like fight the people of West Philly. We got robbed all the time. It was literally a bald man. It was literally Benjamin Franklin. And he would like come out on the football field and be like, yeah! <laughs> he was like just as old. There were like statues of him all over campus. Good times, good times. Um, yeah. Jewish people have to go places where there are no good sports. You didn't feel better about yourself. They actually call it, they called it Jew Pen. Yeah. Um, next celebrity death and why? Intriguing. Next celebrity death is definitely going to be It's going to be called Drago. <laughs> because he is always getting himself into some trouble. And I think that the big man will fall. Um, actually, he's very politically active and very liberal. So I imagine he'll try to like jump on Trump or kill him or like suffocate him. And then like some secret service person will shoot him. And that's, that's going to be what happens. I feel like that's totally realistic. <laughs> and if I'm right, you guys all owe me a buck. Um, okay, another one. Okay. Worst public restroom. Mutiny. <laughs> I think we know that a large majority of the public has entered that restroom. Pam is way too fucking nice on like about a billion levels. But like the worst of those levels is I think she lets homeless people come in here and use her restroom. 
like she just like assumes the best even though it's the worst that they're not here to see comedy that they're here to use your restroom <laughs> and uh, if you've, I don't know if you've noticed I've never actually used it when I used it earlier was to wash my hands I hold it the whole time every time I'm here I've never I can't do it I, I love you but I can't do it I have a video it's not you it's them they leave the seat up they like pee on the seat like no it's not you it's them um Actually, one comedian, I asked him to put the seat down after he walked out, and he was like, are you kidding? I was like, nope. And he went and he went and put the seat up. Manners. Um, manners are something that um, I don't think our generation learned in school, um, but good to know. Um, I also have a video. I was actually looking at videos last night because I couldn't sleep at five in the morning. I was like, what's on my phone? And I watched the video of Joseph Ugalde um, banging. Do you have this video? I should send it to you. Banging on the... Um, the knob there, yeah, I was real time here. Yeah. Joseph Ugalde saved the day. He actually, he saved the day. Uh, it was incredible. It almost made me want to marry Joseph. But then the lights went back on. Last one, okay. That's not really a request. Um, Gillespie, what does it say? Post, oh, post-apocalyptic buddy. Oh, I guess Kellyanne Conway, if she's a vampire, she's going to survive. Um, and yeah, I appreciate your patience. Thanks, everyone. Marcy Rogo, everybody, yay! Yay! Yeah, I'm sorry about that bathroom fiasco that one day when I wasn't here. It was really funny because I was having a good time at Bender's drinking with my friends and I kept getting these messages being like, someone's locked in the bathroom. And I was like, use the door handle. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you people? Uh, it was fine. They, they broke the they broke the bath. It's fine. We have a new Jonathan put in a new door handle. It was no big deal. Everything worked. Um, but there are some new cracks in the door from people hitting the door so hard trying to break out. Screws in the door. I even locked my, once the, once the whole handle was off before the new handle was on, I went inside the bathroom to see what happened and I closed the door and I locked myself in there. <laughs> and there was nothing. And then I'm crying, talking to Jonathan, like, I don't know how to get out of the bathroom. And he's like, just like use a tool or something. And I did, I found a tool and I opened it up and I was like, well, I'm a genius. And then, and, and then I, and then I jury rigged it with like duct tape and a towel. And then people were like, you can't leave that here. You, you have have to put a door handle on it and I was like no oh, that's a work like I don't I I don't use things till they break and then sometimes they break and I'm like well everything will be okay Marcy Rogo everyone yay she mentioned what happened oh yeah well, there's a new donate button on the side of the website, so just use that and give us money. It's so good. Yay! We're, I think we're up to fire codes now, and we actually have liability insurance. So if anyone gets hurt, yay, I won't have to... Everything will work out. Your next comedian, he was in that story that just happened. Have fun, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Yay! He was in that story. He's hilarious. He, he used a hammer on the door. Everybody clap wildly for Joseph Ugalde! All right, thanks a lot. You know, I might try to shake things up and uh, stand, stand up at a comedy place. Oh... 
This is it, okay. You see how I have the ability to clear out a room just by my name? I can clear out bathrooms, I can clear out the main room, you name it. Uh, let's see here, best planet, best planet. Um, well, you know, normally I would have said it was Pluto, but, uh, but Pluto got demoted. Yeah, you know why? It was, it was too goofy. That's right, that's horrible. Stop it, that's comedy genius. Improv, bam, all right, uh, let's see here. What do I got, what do I got here? Failed 2 a.m. infomercial product. Failed 2 a.m. infomercial product. Hey folks, are you tired of waiting for someone else to give you an orgasm? <laughs> well now, for just $19.99, we've got the product just for you. It's called masturbation. Yeah. That's right, you can do it in your home, you can do it in the car, you can even do it at work. <laughs> and if you order now, we'll send you not just one hand, but we'll send you two hands. <laughs> You can take your choice. You can do it with a friend. It's masturbation. Operators are standing by. Call in. Um, I'm doing act-outs, kids. Nobody did act-outs. You know that I actually did improv for two years before I started stand-up. That's right. It's true. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, the, the thing is, though, it's, it's not that funny, usually. And, uh, but it is one of the most effective forms of birth control. <laughs> so that's something. That's right, they don't get laid, that's the point. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what do we got here? Worst place you puked in. Worst place you puked in. Uh, let's see, well, first of all, my mouth. That was horrifying, but uh, let's see, uh, you know, one time my mom puked in my car while I was driving. I know. And worst of all, I was on a date at the time. So, I don't know. I don't know about worst place I puked in, but worst place I peed in? Worst place I peed in. There was a time I was, uh, uh what was it? It was after college, and... I briefly was out of work, so I moved back home for, uh, for a few months, and it was tough, because I was living my partying lifestyle, but then uh, being at, at the old uh, parents' house. Uh, so it was tough to come home in a drunken stupor and do usual drunk stuff. So uh, one time, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was like, oh, God, oh this is going to be a big scene, and I was like, I need something to pee in, something to pee in, boom. <sighs> Did my thing, went back to sleep. Next morning, I get up, and I was like, oh, man, boy, am I hungover. Well, time to get out of bed and start my day. So I put my foot into my shoe, and you wouldn't believe how watertight the Nike high top is. Shocking story, true, true. Uh, let's see here. Worst fly fisherman ever. Worst fly fisherman ever. 
<laughs> uh, let's see here. Sir, you realize you're in a parking lot right now. Uh, yeah, but look at my outfit. Mm, you're a pretty fly fisherman. Oh, bam! Improv, improv. There you go. Best Denny's memory. Best Denny's memory. Uh, let's see. Best Denny's memory. Uh, I love Denny's. I used to love, uh, you know, one thing about road trips is that you get to eat really horrible food because all they have is like chain restaurants, you know? Denny's. I like it. You know what's funny is uh, when you go on a date and you come home uh, and everybody asks you how your date went and they, people describe it in baseball terms. You know what Hey, I got to... At the first base, second base, I don't know, people don't even agree on what they are. I think first base is kissing. Second base is hmm, some nipples making appearance. Third base, things get a little messy. Mm-hmm. Fourth base is, uh, I guess, home run is sex. And then, and then uh, a grand slam. Mm-hmm. That's where you have sex, and then you go to Denny's for breakfast. That's right. That's right. Denny's, Denny's, Denny's jokes. Bam! Oh, it's a whole different show, gang. Uh, how's that tux fit? How's that tux fit? Here we go, baby. What do you think? How do I look? Looking good? Ready for ballroom dancing? Look at this. Look at this. How does it look? It looks, it looks great. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah, well, wait till I put the pants on. It's gonna be great. By the way, it looked like Marcy Rogo was not wearing pants, and I like it. I want to see that become a trend. The tux, the tux. Oh, what happened here? Did the things just multiply? Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, some of these look like old punk rock band flyers or something. What does it say? Oh, look at that. The best cat you ever met. The best cat I ever met. Um, well, talk about the best cat. I can tell you about the worst cat I ever met. I was dating this girl and uh, went to her place for the first time. And uh, things were going quite swimmingly. I think it was like third or fourth date. She has me. She invites me over for dinner. Mm-hmm. Brand new place, and uh, everything was great. But she had this cat who was just evil, and he did not like me and his turf. Um, so uh, uh, things, as the night progresses, things start getting sexy. Things start getting sexy, uh, and uh, you know, into the bedroom, the magic happens. I'm thinking, this is a perfect night. So then I walk, by the way, this girl had this brand new, it was a brand new condo. Everything was new. Uh, so afterwards, I do my post-coital stroll to the bathroom, do my thing, walk back to into the bedroom, 
wearing nothing but a smile. And she looks down and she goes, <gasps> and I go, I know, impressive, right? Uh, no, I look down and from the bathroom, leading to my feet is a trail of poo across her brand new carpet of her brand new condo. Yes, this actually happened. Not my poo, not my poo. Turns out the cat had had a box in the bathroom and the cat clearly trying to sabotage my date pooped outside his box on the bathroom floor. I stepped in it in the dark, then trailed it across her brand new carpet. It's true. The cat set me up. The cat set me up. I used to try this as a joke and it never went, but the, okay, here's the punchline though. <clears throat> but this is all a true story. This is all a true story. Uh, anyway, uh, she, the girl freaks out, and this is true. Girl freaks out and kicks me out. She she acts like it's my fault. I'm thinking your cat, your poo, you know. Uh, anyway, and I just like things are going so well. I can't believe that she threw it all away over that. Uh, anyway, a week later, I get a text, and it's from the cat. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a uh, picture of him. He's, uh, he's on the couch, snuggled up with the girl. And uh, he captions it. How you like meow? Oh. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh. That cat was a fly fisherman. Oh, okay. Name this uh, emotion. Is it an emotion? Name this emotion. Another word for it? Oh, yes. The guy locked in the bathroom was feeling what? Scared. Another name for... The winner is fear. Sabrina wins. And I have no fear because I studied improv. I'm Joseph Gang. Joseph Ubalde, everybody. Masterfully pulling off the hat like a champion. Right, we, have, uh, we have three dudes left. And your next dude, he, I'm, I'm saying, oh, bye. Thank you for being here. It's Charlene. Not Charlemagne, that would, that would be cool too, but Charlene, bye! Yay, come back again! You're next comedian, he's a funny guy. The last time I saw him, he was dressed up as a T-Rex in a fluffy suit, and it's really fun. <laughs> uh, he's a really funny guy, you guys are gonna love him. Everybody clap your hands together for Chris Berelick! Where the fuck did you get this thing? That, that, that explains things a lot. All right, okay. Uh, is it racist to buy a brown dildo for a black bride? <laughs> Fucking yes. Look, I, 
I, I think we can all agree that we, all races are beautiful and need to be reflected and respected in the dildo that you give the African-American bride. So equal striping is the path to embark upon. Just uh, African-American, Caucasian, Latino, Native American, repeat as needed for the length as needed. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Uh this looks fun. Public masturbation. Um, no, like just if you think about it, the guy on the bus who is masturbating is having more fun than you. Just he is having a more comfortable, ergonomic, smoother ride, and he's happier with where the destination takes him. Whereas you're going to work and he's going to pee on something. Um, just why should you have to ask? Uh, uh, reincarnation. Um, I'm actually, I, I, I never feel like a hunky human being at all. And Marcy can attest to that um, because she's looking at me. What? No, I just look at. Um, no, just I, I never feel like I, I look hunky or I, I never feel like I look like the kind of guy that girls want to take pictures with. So I've decided I'm going to attempt to reincarnate myself as a skydiving parachute or a, a baby tiger or or a park you do yoga in or Machu Picchu or just just wherever a billion fucking selfies have been taken. I want to be that in the next life. Um it's nice that I can make George laugh, so can so can oxygen particles impacting upon upon his skin. Um Worst first date. I think I had this a couple weeks ago, and, and Pam would argue with me. Uh, it was actually a second date. I went to see the movie Logan with a girl who was autistic enough to make me look suave by comparison. And, you know, as neither of us were able to maintain eye contact, you could feel the romance in the air. Um... Which reminds me, I'm going to start doing a line of autistic porn in which nobody makes eye contact as you fuck, ever. Um, just, it's going to be wonderful. Uh, no, this was the second date. We went to see Logan, and we were over in a theater in Berkeley, and out of nowhere, apropos of nothing, she starts vaping right before the trailers begin, which incites the guy behind us to say, I'm going to get you guys fucking thrown out of here, at which point she kind of puts it away, but keeps looking back. Back at the vape pen throughout the movie, uh, which is like a Grand Torino, which is like a version of Grand Torino, but with more murder, um, and kind of ruining a great movie. Um, uh, why won't this car start? Because I'm driving it. Um, I realize my dad never taught me anything about cars and I, I never asked him to and I realized like every t every time my dad should have taught me something manly like you know taught me how to play catch with a football he but with every throw he'd just be like don't be gay look don't be gay seriously I, please don't yeah um oh god 
I, I got a really nice distance on that. I think what I love the most tonight is how the candies are laid out, sort of symmetrically. The, these are the last things you see in a serial killer's basement before being carved into an ottoman. It's just like, look at the symmetrical candies. Be yourself. Look, I've been myself for 39 years, and all, all I've pulled off is looking like a Jewish Harry Potter who's waiting for puberty to finish. Um, I'm going to try being someone else. Uh, I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to try being sort of black like John. Um, that too. That was awkward. Okay, I'm sorry. Cry. That's what I want to do right now because I just made that racist faux pas. Um, oh, you're right. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, uncomfortable interview question. Um, where do you see your, where do you see yourself in five years? Well, your daughter looks about thirteen here, so. Uh, oh wow! I got an oh wow that's inappropriate from Pam. I think Pam, if properly motivated, would light someone's car on fire on a dare. Um, wow, that that was the pitch used for dolphins in Heat. Um, Dry cleaners, well, they sure aren't moist. Um, no, I, I, I used to, when I lived in Arlington, Virginia, I had the best dry cleaner, and she just had this mystery gourd that I stared at as I dropped stuff off and picked stuff up, and I wondered, like, why, why does this Asian woman have a gourd? But I was never cool enough to ask her about it. That wasn't funny. Um, uh what are your parents most disappointed about? Well, one's dead, so I'm, I'm down to half that disappointment. Um, no, I, I lost my mom three years ago, and it, it, didn't be, it didn't make me any richer or stronger, so it didn't bring me any closer to being Batman. Um, it's like, look, you lose a mom to lymphoma, you want to be a little, you want pecs at this point in your life. That's, that's all I want, you know, just these beef, beef chiclet pecs. Um, what are your parents most disappointed about? I think my lack of job stability at this point. I've had three jobs in five years living in, uh, in, in the Bay Area, and I love the Bay Area, but I keep charging... I keep offering this discount rate to comedians for tech work, and they, they keep looking at me like, I realize this is cheap, I still want to punch you in the face. So that's that's what 20 bucks an hour gives you. Um, all right. Uh, worst part about living in SF. Um, let's see. Uh, I... I, I I, I live in Berkeley and the rent is still high and I, I still can't afford to be a good prostitute because I know things would sting. Um, no, I just, just the fucking rent. Just, you know, like my landlord every year, I'm paying 1300 a month to share a house with a libertarian who loves to argue. Um, and he's a nice guy. I love him to death. But every year, my landlord reminds me, you know, you're you're getting under the market rate. You know, like I should be charging you more. And when a heavily armed black man tells you he should be charging you more, you think twice about a lot of things. Um, let's see. Uh, worst time on stage. Um, I got tackled on stage a couple of years ago, and I do have pictures. Um, the guy looked just like George Lucas. He was 250 pounds. He was ragingly drunk. And being the giant nerd I am, uh, to be tackled by a man who looks like one of your fucking heroes in life is just 
about the worst thing. Um, what else have we got? Uh, Put her there, partner, which is something no one will ever say to me because I do not look masculine or virile enough to mount a horse and f- help fight like an evil Texan Old West gang. You know, everyone's just going to be, be like, thanks for the saddle, nerd, and then kick me in the head and then ride off and shoot things. Um, <laughs> freak dance to what song? Um, what am I dancing to? Uh, I, I don't... Uh, can can someone pull up for a delicious or something? That that's the only time that will be said. <laughs> uh, I'll keep moving. Okay, thanks. Skip <laughs> this. Let you skip the I have to think. Here it goes. Here it goes. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. The beat that I'm banging is delicious. Delicious definition. Make them boys go low. Just so they get their pleasures from my folks. So you can see me, you can't squeeze me. I ain't easy. I think that's quite enough. Is that my time? All right. Is that my time, Pam? Or I have one more. I have one more. Uh, what other drugs do I wish were legal? Um, uh, um, honestly, since I can't specifically name one, I was just going to murder and cremate and snort Pam. And... <laughs> Just see where that got me. Anyway, thanks for the time, guys. Chris Berlick, everyone. He won't murder and snort me. The only thing that's good about, if you find old playa dust in somebody's old stuff, you can actually put that together in a line and snort that because there's enough cocaine on the playa that people piss out that when when it gets into the soil and then the sun bakes it out you can actually do lines of playa and you feel like you're there don't listen to me this isn't true also don't do nutmeg okay it'll kill you doctor knows pupd polyuria polydipsia it'll kill ya it'll ruin your kidneys i know it's nutmeg is not cool uh but your next comedian is he knows he knows what polyuria polydipsia is because he's a doctor, and I learned that from my. That's when the kid, right? When you dry mouth and you pee constantly, I, like all night, all night. I've done it because <laughs> that's a nutmeg. Kids, this is a PSA: don't take nutmeg. Da-na-na-na. Seriously, you're like gray for a week. Uh, but your next comedian, he ain't gonna be gray unless he doesn't put on his stuff. He won't get ashy. He don't want to get gray. I'm sorry. I just I'm trying to do the blah blah blah. Hey. He's going to be amazing. You guys are going to love him. Clap your hands wildly for David Hobley. Thank you, Pam. I'll put more in there. I don't want to sit down. You, don't, you can do whatever you want. I thought Chris Bear looked, looked too much like Jackson McBrayer the whole time he was sitting down. And then, and then when he got up, it was like he, uh, he got up like Jackson McBrayer gets up sometimes. <laughs> 
I was like, is he the embodiment of Jackson McBrayer tonight? That was hilarious, man. Good set. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not. So, so do I just start? Yeah. Uh, the first thing says do a little dance. Make a little love. Get down tonight. See, Chris, that's how you do it. You just do a little dance. Or should I say Jackson? <laughs> it's so good to be here, guys. Thanks for having me, Pam. Uh, what kind of divorced parent will I be? <laughs> I will. I will prob probably be a dead divorced parent because I'm never getting married, guys. You hear that, ladies? <laughs> never getting married. Okay. Um, <laughs> the UPS guy's here. Hey, Pam. Are you a comic, bro? Are you a comic? <laughs> you are? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I dropped this one. <coughs> Damn. <laughs> it's a good thing this is almost over. <laughs> because I've coughed into this microphone at least a hundred times, guys. I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> Would you rather have your butt cheek eaten by a skunk? <laughs> Sorry. Or your fingers chewed off by a parrot. <laughs> what? <laughs> I guess I would rather have my butt cheek eaten off by a skunk. Thank you. Please. Please. I'll tell you why in a moment. All right. So if you have your uh, butt cheek eaten off by a skunk, you can still live. You can walk, possibly. You know, but if you have your fingers eaten off by a ferret, it's over. It's over. Guys, do you have any fingers? What the fuck are you going to do then? You want to have some food? Fuck you. You want to masturbate? No. You don't have fingers. Kill yourself. I have a story about losing your fingers. You guys want to hear it? Here it goes. One time when I was an intern, I was in Kansas City, and there's no names, so it's okay that I tell you this. This was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Fuck. It was 10 years ago. And I was like 31. I was an intern. And this guy that I respected was like, hey, man, go in and talk to the patient in room three. And I walked in, and there's this like big bro looking dude with a <laughs> with a napkin over his hand a napkin over his hand and uh, he goes he said go in there and take the napkin off and look at this guy's hand and I just went in there and I said hey do you mind if I look at your hand he said go ahead I took it off and his hand was smashed like a motherfucking pancake no blood no blood because it was smashed like the, the vessels were all sealed because it just got smashed in a press <laughs> It was like a it was like a motherfucking cartoon and he didn't even he didn't even warn me. I went in there and about fucking died. And then I had to pretend like I knew it was going to be like that. Ugh, worst practical joke ever. Not funny but fucking terrible. I don't know why I went down that path. That's real shit, guys. Thank you for the water. I feel much better. Uh, 
<laughs> Why are men age 21 statistically the most likely to be killed by rattlesnakes and why? That bite is usually in the face. Why is the bite usually in the face? <laughs> wow. It's because men age 21 are likely to follow a fucking snake around in the desert, you know? And if a, a woman, if a dog, if anybody else sees a snake, they go the other way. But, you know, men, that's the, that's the truth. Pam, sometimes it's hard to be funny on these. <laughs> sometimes it's easy. Um, why parent? Which parent do you love more and why? Um, damn, this is being recorded. <laughs> this is being recorded, Pam. My father, because he loves me. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. That's not true. My mom loves me, my mom loves me, my mom loves me. But my mom is a bitch. She loves me. She loves me. She's a bitch, you know? So yeah, my dad. My dad, who wrote this one? That's terrible. Who would do that? Did you write it, Pam? Uh, who is the best rapper alive? Oh, I like that. I like that. Alive. It's down at three. Oh, there's black people in here too. It's down. At, it's it's down. At, it's down at three. Down at three. Um, shit. Jay Z. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar and uh, Kanye West. Fuck all y'all. Kanye West. <laughs> Fuck Drake, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. There's there's no mulattoes in that list, but there could be. You know, Eminem could have been in that list. Should have been in that list. Damn it. Uh what is the the whitest phrase you've ever uttered? I think it it's probably it's probably Eminem should have been in that list. <laughs> probably it's the whitest phrase I've ever ever uttered. <laughs> it is It's true. It's true. Um Anyway, next, non-work things you do at work. Ooh, that's a that's a dangerous question for me. I um sometimes when it's slow, I I masturbate. <laughs> Only in the bathroom. It's a one-person bathroom. I masturbate, y'all. I said that. That's real shit. <laughs> I've done it since I was a resident. Dude, in the bathroom. A one-up, you got a lock, I masturbate. Real talk. Oof. Everybody uncomfortable? All right, let's move on. Who's writing these questions, Pam? Worst first date that turned into a relationship. Oh, worst relationship ever. Am I supposed to say the name or tell the story? Uh, okay, I went the skate park and this girl met me there and we smoked a joint okay this was yeah it was it was down by the old uh, candlestick where was that what neighborhood is that bayview oh we smoked a joint in the bayview and then we went down where there's that toxic beach you know what that toxic beach is yeah we went down to that toxic beach we went to the taqueria 
we made out a little bit and then somebody called me asking for some illegal prescriptions and i said i said fuck no fuck no don't ever call me again and then that was that was pretty much the end of the date guys and that call was from Lo roman leo ladies and gentlemen fuck that nigga oh fuck that guy oh that's true that's a true story i shouldn't have told that out loud that's a true story uh worst oh yeah i just told that story anyway that was a bad relationship do you think your parents love each other most deft i come from love but they it's it's a past love it's a used to be love because they hate each other now kind of you know still married they hate each other would you rather eat a live goldfish or kill a chicken kill a chicken kill a chicken i would kill a chicken with pleasure before i would eat a goldfish is this who would fuck that after i kill that chicken and watch it die then i get to eat it fuck that goldfish dude that's kill a chicken kill a chicken I'm scared of a chicken i dropped a couple family i'm sorry that one and maybe that one comment on your set like a baseball announcer well <laughs> david is the kind of the kind of slugger that that swings for the fences you know he struck out a lot but he hit a couple home runs that dude he hit a couple home runs uh I don't know, that's more of a color commentary than a play-by-play, -play, but you know, you get the idea. I'm almost done, Pammy, right? Last one. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for this time. Thank you for, thank you for hanging, is that, oh no. Oh, damn. I had no idea I was in the midst of greatness. Uh, bar mitzvah speech, mitzvah? I spelled it wrong and then someone corrected me. Bar mitzvah speech? I don't understand. I don't understand the question. <laughs> All right, this has been fun. All right. Thirteen-year-old boy is being a man. Yeah. I have to. I have to give a bar, a bar mitzvah speech as though I was the thirteen-year-old. No, instead My thirteen-year-old. Oh. Oh. Um. If it, if I, if I was the thirteen year old, I'd be I'd be doing it in in Hebrew, and I can't speak Hebrew. <laughs> I can't do this. This is the worst one. This is my last chance. All right, I'll I'll give you a speech. You know, I'm thirteen. I'm the only black Jew in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> you motherfuckers, you, you motherfuckers want to give me a bar mitzvah in in fucking Omaha, Nebraska? Thank you. Thank you, you know? The only, what is it, the Hebrew, what are the black Jews called? The, the no, there's no black people. Oh, sorry. What are they called? The, uh, the, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Are you, are you, uh, are you, wait, hold on, wait, hold on a second. Sir, sir, wait, 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 wait. Are you, are you a mulatto? Are you, are you a, okay, all right, well, listen, no disrespect. But you know, I was talking about about African Af African American people 
who come from Jews or who say that they come from Jews. They have a name. And I feel like only really black people know about that shit, okay? That's why I did that. I'm sorry. I don't even think the black dude knows it. Do you? See? The Hebrew? Anyway. Anyway. I don't know. How did I get off track? I was 13 years old in Omaha, Nebraska, the only Jew. That's why my name is David. You know, he looks like he looks like a Jew and isn't. I don't look like a Jew and I am. I am. I'm a, I'm a mulatto as well, I say, you know. It's just a it's a couple it's a couple generations back, you know. I'm probably I'm probably 36% African heritage for real. You know, maybe 40%, you know. I'm Irish, you know. I'm uh yeah, fuck the Irish. I'm Irish, you know. I'm, uh, you know, those people in New Orleans that look white but are not. They're not. Both they're Creole, you know. I'm Creole. My my grandmother was a fucking white person. And she looked. I thought when I was four years old that was a white lady, you know. She's not white, dude. She wasn't even. <laughs> New Orleans is a different ass place for black people, you know. It is. There's so many different colors of the rainbow. It's like Puerto Rico in one city, you know? It's dope. It's dope. You been there? Where are you from, my dude? Me? Yeah, where are you from? I grew up in Georgia. Oh. Okay. Is it, is it time for me to get off the stage yet? It's time. I, I don't know why I, I made it a private conversation <laughs> between you and me. I'm sorry, guy. Um, this has been great. Improv is hard. Mutiny is wonderful. Thank you, Pam. David Hobley, he's wonderful. Yeah, he's back. Yay! He's back, he's back, he's back, he's back. You guys have a headliner tonight. And it is great. It is so awesome that he didn't kill himself last night. We are really excited to have him still alive and still doing comedy, pulling out of this motherfucking hat. You guys ready for your headliner? Yes, you are. Dudes and people, dudes, dude lady. Yeah, I'll get your mail. Uh, I'm sorry, that's, I meant M-A-I-L. I actually have mail for her, not... Male with an E. I'm sorry, that was a linguistic confusion for the radio audience. And every yes, stop digging the hole and bring on Blaine Blanco. Yay! Actually, you should start digging a hole when you bring me on. You got that wrong. I'm like standing in a hole of papers and like ideas and dreams here like this is gonna be fun you guys where's the cat where's the cat where's the cat I feel like a lot of people have sat and read from the booklet I shall do the same as well something dropped we'll worry about that later the way we're gonna do David Hobley first where's David Hobley I would like to ask, address the Eskimo <laughs> in the room, which I have so many brothers and sisters in this room. Shout out to all my friends. <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? I will tell you what my daddy does. My daddy is a southern tobacco plantation farmer. 
Yes, indeed. And in this southern plantation, they grow Marlboro cigarettes. And in this Marlboro cigarette-grown plantation, they do not own one marijuana cigarette because they are anti-marijuana in the tobacco plantations. I will commit so hard to this southern gentleman I'm about to try to do here because this is some improv shit and I am not an improv man. I am a stand-up comedian who is sitting down. I am well outside my skill set, ladies and gentlemen, but we are going to yes and the shit out of this motherfucker right here. Yes. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Who is your daddy is David Hobley when he's standing right behind me. Dude, I thought that was pretty fucking clever, dude. God damn it. Fucking, the, who's this guy in the back, Pam? George. I fucking love you. George is what we in stand-up comedy like to refer to as an audible laugher. Some of y'all are just gigglers. This motherfucker, I can hear him from the bathroom. Dude, I just want George to come home and watch me masturbate and laugh like that. Because I get off on humiliation and shame. <laughs> this next thing just says fish sticks. <laughs> what does a headlining non-improv comedian do with fish sticks? <laughs> I will tell you. I will throw the card away. It was 1978, me and my grandmother never got to spend a little quality time, quality time together because she liked both my brothers. I was a middle child and she favored my older brother, Kevin. But one summer, grandma took me out to lunch and me alone. And what did we have for lunch? Fish sticks. <laughs> Fish sticks dipped in cocktail sauce. And this was a fateful meeting with me and my grandmother because we ate those fish sticks and cocktail sauce. And I was staying at grandma's house for the first time. My brothers had stayed there a lot of times, but I wasn't cool enough. So finally I got to stay at grandma's house. But after eating fish sticks from Ranch 99 in San Jose, I got terrible food poisoning. <laughs> and proceeded to spend the rest of the night vomiting in grandma's lap. I just made that up. That wasn't even true. <laughs> I just wanted to like commit to something epic there. I'm having such a hard time sitting down. Let's do it something that's already been done. I can't even read that. Per worst public mushroom? Restroom. Worst public restroom. Okay. <laughs> Worst public restroom. You guys remember Melt Cafe? Who's been doing comedy for a minute here? No. Dude, we, they, we used to do Melt Cafe and they'd have a different host every week. And these guys I used to do comedy with and me used to run a show there once a month. And Melt Cafe already hated me and I had super bad diarrhea one night at Melt Cafe and I was hosting the show.
Okay, and I was bringing comics up, and of course we booked like 15 comics that night, and the people I was doing comedy with at the time, they're not going to book someone if they're talented, they're going to book you if you run a show. <laughs> Which if you know anything about comedy, you'll know you aren't always getting booked based on your talent. You're sometimes just getting booked because this is like fucking, hey man, I got some crack for you. I got 20 minutes of stage time right over here. If you give me 10 in your room, I'll give you some of mine. And it's like this mutual masturbation thing comedians do. And those are always the worst shows. Because just because you run a show doesn't mean you can actually be on a show. So I'm running this show at Moat Cafe with 11 of the most powerful comedians in town. And I've got terrible diarrhea, and Milk Cafe has a bathroom that, like, you, you can't just go there and, like, poop. You have to go all the way through a dark alley and around a corner, and there's a private place. Fuck. I'm a clean comedian, by the way, you guys. I, I, I do suicide jokes, but I never talk about shit, come Like, it's a weird thing, but I'm about to break all my jokes, dude. All my rules. Like, this is just a true story. We're doing fucking stories out of a hat, whatever. So I'm at Melt Cafe bringing comedians to the stage. And, like, have you ever been in a bathroom and seen a terrible mess and just be like, who the fuck does this? <laughs> Okay, the truth to that is, is it's each and every one of us. I discovered that evening because I'm a neat freak. Like I have Purell in my car. I have little Purell everywhere. And I'm bringing up this comedian. I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian coming to this stage, Matt Lieb. And I just run, dude. I don't even like shake the fucker's hand or anything. I run around the corner. I run into the bathroom. And I, I look for a minute as I'm like dropping my drawers and stuff and like, it's the most disgusting toilet that I've ever seen in my life, all right? Like, this is Melt Cafe's toilet, where if you've ever seen the people that run this place, you'll know this is a disgusting bathroom. So I tried to do, like, that squat move, right? Nothing's going to make physical contact. But I didn't, I underestimated the, the liquid viscosity of what was about to come out of my body. And I kind of did a little squat like this, and I just missed. I missed so bad and it was at least seven seconds oh. which like if you think about like seven seconds <laughs> that's seven seconds <laughs> right there Dude. and there was a lot of air involved in the process Fucking never eat fish sticks <laughs> eat and host a show. The thing is, there's you have to get a key to go use the bathroom, oh, no. right? So I know when I'm coming back, I'm guilty. So I have to make an effort to clean this up, and they have provided a very, very like a toilet paper thing, which I know they fucking stole from Bart 24 Street Station 18 years ago when they still had public restrooms. And I had to clean it up with my fingers, you guys. Oh. 
And while I'm hosting a comedy show, this is the thing, though. Okay, like in my like, at w like I, there's a ticking clock literally in my pocket. Like that's going like this. Matt Lieb, one of SF's m most powerful comedy producers, is on stage just doing his like. He's like at seven minutes and thirty seconds, and I have to be going in there giving him a light. But I don't want to be that guy. Right? Like, because I'm a human being and I didn't anticipate in making such a bad mess in the Melt Cafe's bathroom. But it happened. And I did my best to clean it up. But they didn't have a sink. Or anything. <laughs> and I was in a very shitty situation. And I sacrificed my favorite hoodie. <laughs> I still miss that thing. Rest in peace, because it was, <laughs> when I lived in Los Angeles, like the happiest fucking three years of my life, I went to Disneyland and got a Pirates of the Caribbean hoodie. <laughs> Like that had like a skull on the front and it said dead men tell no tales. And it was like my souvenir. The thing that I remembered the ex-girlfriend that I bought the sweater with and moved to the Bay Area and said I miss you but I have this sweater. <laughs> and yeah I had to use it to wipe off my hands and shit. But it's still not very sanitary. <laughs> okay. This is so funny. We're not even at the meat of this real true story here. God, I've never even thought about this until just now. So I come back on stage with poopy hands and I'm hosting the show. I come out and very carefully with my left hand get my phone out and light the comic, Matt Lieb, who's on stage. The next comedian coming to the stage, ladies and gentlemen, one of my good friends, give it up for Mr. Andrew Arolfo.